Welcome to Women of the Wild, where education and opportunities are key, and friendships are made to last a lifetime. Did you get him? <laughs> you think we got him? You think we got him? <laughs> we got him. <laughs> All right, Skylar, what do we got here? Welcome back to Season 2 Women of the Wild podcast. We would like to first start off by thanking our title sponsors for the 2024 year. Atlantic Coral Enterprise, one of the largest import dealers in the world with excellent quality for hides, skulls, shells, and amazing gifts for friends and family or even your household. You can find them at AtlanticCoralEnterprise.com. RM Custom Calls, multiple world championships from Main Street to Live Duck. American-made, veteran-owned, when you want to win on the stage or in the blind, we have you covered. Shop small, small shop, big sound. You can find them at rmcustomcalls.com or on Instagram. We also have Rhino Land Safaris, providing exceptional quality with unmatched hospitality and cuisine, offering African safaris, a destination hunt for the avid rifle or bow hunter with some of the best trophy management South Africa has to offer. You can find them at rhinoland.co.za or on Facebook, Instagram. Hey everyone, Andy Lehman here from ACC Crappie Sticks. Just want to let you know about our crappie baits and jig heads. We have a wide selection of the hottest colors and big eye crappie jig heads in the most popular colors and sizes. Check them all out at acccrappiesticks.com. Thank you. And now for today's episode, we hope you enjoy. Hi there, this is Felicia Marie with Women of the Wild. We are here today with Raylene from Ditaly Outdoors. Hi Raylene, how are you doing? Good, Felicia, how are you? I'm well. So I've had a privilege to have had a couple conversations with you previously, and you are an outstanding woman in the outdoors. I would love for our listeners to get to know you a little bit. Do you mind telling us about yourself? I don't mind at all. Uh, thanks for having me, by the way. Um, so um, I'm a California native, so Central Southern California. I grew up in the outdoors. I had a fantastic father that started me off before I could walk, uh, taking me with him pretty much anywhere. It was easy to take a tiny human being. He would load me up into his backpack sometimes and go scouting, give my mom a break from a crying child. Um, so that pretty much was like the beginning of, I want to say everything. My earliest memories would be probably fishing at the age of three. And my dad pretty much brought me up that a girl can pretty much do anything. So I'm an only child. And he was like, she'll do these things, basically. So I um, grew up hunting, grew up fishing. Upland was my game for 
a long time. Uh, he got me involved with that pretty easily with the help of the dogs at the time. So I really thought it was cool what he was doing with the dogs and asked if I can help. And he used that kind of like as a segue to be like, here's a shotgun. This is what you do. And this is how we do the, the dog work and all of that. It was my responsibility when we would go out upland hunting to um, work the dogs, <clears throat> blow the whistles, call the commands, uh, pull the birds out of their mouth and put them into my dad's vest in the back, which was always something I thought was really cool and fun. And that basically sprouted into becoming an archer at the age of nine. He was picking up the sport and started competing and learning how to hunt with his bow. And I begged and pleaded for probably a good month before he caved and borrowed a bow from a friend and said, she'll probably pluck it around the backyard for like a week. I don't want to invest until like I know she's got it. He went over archery safety with me, set me up in the backyard at a 10 yard target and Basically, the rest was history. I was pulling back a recurve and shooting little tight group at the age of nine without really knowing what to do and had a natural form and natural ability. And so he cashed in on that pretty quickly. Let's <laughs> just say. I love that. Yeah. He had a rule. You had to play sport. And I didn't really like anything that they were throwing, my parents were throwing me into. But I really love that. So he sold me on, you know, archery is a sport. So he's like, do you want to do this? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. So then he went all in and purchased a nice recurve set for me. And then that obviously blossomed into a lots of tournaments, lots of outdoor fun, and then getting me on a compound and then learning how to hunt off that. So it, that was it. So yeah, it's been incredible. I love that. And you're an avid archer still. Correct? I'm still an avid archer. I even teach. Um, I'm working on my uh, NFA certification level one and two at the same time. So I could actually like teach more, which is great. Yeah. I'm still an avid archer. I still compete in 3D and indoor and I still, that's my prime method of hunting is, is archery. Now, do you strictly use compound now or do you still revert I back to the recurve? I use compound, but I have been dappling with that recurve again. So I may go out and probably buy a nicer one and just start playing with that too. Cause there's just something about the primitive factor with it. That it's just, it's, it's beautiful. And I went to, I went to wildernesses go wild last year to teach a basic archery and archery instructor that I was assisting while I was out there. She had a gorgeous recurve that she let me shoot for the weekend. And it brought back like all those memories of like, why I love it so much. Like I love it, but it was kind of like that reinforcement of like, yeah, like this is it right here. So most definitely we'll probably buy one within the next <laughs> couple of months so that I have I have one to tinker with in the backyard besides my compound bows that I normally use. Yeah, recurve is that primitive style hunting. It's got it's got a big place in my heart. The nostalgia of it and like going back to our roots is really important. So I think it's really, really great that that's how you started. And now you're like almost circling back to it. And I love nothing more than like the archery hunters out there, right? Like there is just something that connection between yourself and that bow and the animal and the woods and everything that goes into it the practice of keeping up on it and not to say that gun hunting doesn't require that but there is just something that connection between the archer and their tool that is unlike to me anything any other style of hunting and it it does it gives you this pride within of like getting back to your roots whether that's compound longbow recurve like it just doesn't matter it's definitely a really great way to hunt and it it's a great skill set to have even if it's not hunting for the girls that don't want to hunt that just want to learn target practice still a great sport it keeps yourself you know physically in shape that muscle memory but it also helps with like your consistency and everything so I really love that and I love that you're getting more into the instructing aspect of it because you know that's what we're all about is in getting more women in the outdoors and having people like you instructing is so important. 
I was actually, um, my, my coach that I use when I'm like fine tuning myself and getting ready for tournaments, like the, the serious, like state shoots and stuff. He knew that I was instructing and teaching and he was like, is that something you like really want to do? And I said, well, I don't want to say I only do it. So if I offend anyone by saying that I only do it for groups that are revolved around getting women in the outdoors. Cause I think it's very important. And there's not a lot of female instructors that sometimes are available, or we have that lack of availability in, in our community in general of female instructors and they just feel more comfortable if you're moving them and touching them and I believe we also give direction probably a little bit softer than what some ladies are used to so uh, I that was you know I was like yeah I really want to do that I, I want to give back more and ensure that we're building up our archery community and our outdoor community and letting women know that they're welcome and young ladies that they're welcome so he brought it up to me of you know why don't I take you and we go get you properly certified and then we can get, you know, all of the insurance that you need and all those things. And he offered that I can actually help him with his range and on youth days that he works at and he does those. And I, I was all in. I was like, yes, that's what I want to do. That'll be so awesome. And giving back is a huge part. My dad was always very much so. If there is someone that wants to learn what you're doing in this space, you say yes and you help them out. Like the more we have in here, the Mario, I don't care who they are, where they come from. If they're like, I'm interested in what you're doing, bring them in this space because that keeps our heritage alive. So I stand on that. That's one of my values that he's passed on to me and also part of his legacy that I'd like to keep alive. So most, I'm always the person that when someone's like, I know who you should talk to, like <laughs> they always know I'll say yes. And they always know that I'll, I'll take someone out. Yeah, it, absolutely. Like that. And that's what we need in this, in this whole outdoor community is that mentality of wanting to educate, bringing it yeah. up to the, the ability for people to absorb that information because so many people, they, they feel like they can't ask or they don't know who to ask and stepping mm -hmm. up and, and being that friendly face and extended hand up. Yes. Come, let's do this. Yeah. It, it is important. It doesn't matter if it's man, if it's woman, if it's children, but you are right. There are, there are less instructors out there as females across the board, guides, instructors, like it just, it just is that way, unfortunately. So closing yourself down to women in youth is important because like you said, it keeps that calendar open that if you're instructing archery classes just across the board, you might not have the availability for these women or for these youth groups as much as you do. I do the same with my guide service as I, I focus more on women, female veterans and youth. And it's, it's for that exact reason. I want anytime somebody comes and says, Hey, I want to do this. It can always be a yes. And that is a really good point is it's having that mindset of it's not that you don't want to help everybody, but keeping yourself available to help those who are going to feel more comfortable with you. It is just a safer space woman to woman. We absorb information differently from a man. And I don't think that it, I don't think it's necessarily like it's always that way, right? We have some great men that are willing to help that don't like kind of like make you feel, you know, less or anything like that. So it's not anything against that situation, but I think it's something a lot of women feel is they just learn better from other women. And it, it may be fine that that instructor is instructing them fine, but they might have that subconsciously in their head. Like, I don't want to be that dumb girl in the room. 
Right. I've also had ladies say it's uplifting for them as a woman in general. And just knowing that sometimes we could be competitive in our spaces for a woman to turn around and say, you've made me so comfortable to learn something new and to ask questions. And like, you get excited, even if I hit the side of the target, like you don't care where I'm at, as long as like you're on the target and then we'll quickly adjust and get you to center. But it's like, it's that initial excitement of like, you hit, like you hit, you did it. Like now let's, let's find you that let's get that in let's see like where your form is where you think how are you releasing and just kind of just streamline them and then get them excited of like yeah like I can do this I want to do this I want to come back I want to try it I want to go to my range by myself and do it I want to maybe grab my kid and get my kid involved if those that don't do archery archery is a beautiful family sport I've been doing it with my parents for as long as I, you know since I was nine I won't tell you how old I am but it's a very long time and my son shoots mainly in the backyard. The kid that has the most natural form of naturals is like, I just want to fish right now. So I like let that go, but he'll go fuck around in the backyard with me and hang and hang out with mom. It's, it's a great family sport. It really, it really truly is. And I think it's a, a wonderful gateway to anyone that has interest in the outdoors. If this is their interest, start here and then branch off from that because it's, it really is. Archers are always warm and welcoming. I haven't met a group that has not been and I've, I've been in this space for quite some time now. We're those geeks that you hear someone say archery and we're like, archery? And our ears pop up like little puppies. And we're like, do, do you want to come play? I'll take you out. And we get so excited about bringing another archer into the archery space. So we're always game. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's very relatable. And I think that a lot of people don't know where to start. And archery is a fantastic way. And like we said earlier, you don't have to hunt to get into no. it. The target practice behind it is a really good discipline that I have two sons myself that they are the exact same way. They love it. They will get out there with mom. But if there's a fishing pole around, it's going to catch their attention first. It's all about the bass, man. But that's (laughs) right now. That's okay. It could be be about his bass. But yeah, it just just really is. And even if you don't want to compete on like a competitive level, again, like the field practice is is really important. But if you do, then there is like wonderful, like NFAA little weekend tournaments you can do with 3D that you can do um, that doesn't really focus around hunting. That's still fun. And what I love about it is you don't get a participation trophy. Like you you either for a second or third or you're out and that's it. So if you earn that medal or that plaque, you earn that medal or that plaque. So that is one thing that I, I love about, I love about that sport is that you, you have to earn it. So, and I've had my son say that you have so many trophies and things like mommy worked really hard for those trophies and things. It wasn't just something that was handed out to me as a kid. It was diligent practice and being out there and being dragged to each tournament and shooting well and just honing in on those skills and then learning that if you didn't place that was your fault you didn't practice enough or do your best that day or maybe you had an off day and that's okay so it definitely instills the hard working ethic I think of you get out of it what you put into it I agree I agree very much I think that that's a a very hot topic that can be debated a lot back and forth but providing Providing a sport where it's either you cut it or you don't, I think it's great. And it feeds that passion for the person that that wins it or places because they have that reward, right? But then I think it also drives those people who didn't get there to be like, oh, I need to I need to do better. Like, and like you said, it could yeah. just be an off day. It could be an equipment right. issue, but it's all, it's learning. 
It really is. And knowing it gets for you to learn yourself too. It, it teaches you like out the gate. If you, you know, do a release and you're like, Oh, bad. I felt it when I pulled back, I knew it wasn't going to be where I wanted it. Like you're, you're learning yourself. And that that's the beauty of it where you're like, I felt that I let me adjust and like get out of my head. And it teaches you, um, I think also just a lot of like men- mental toughness too, of like getting out of, okay, get out. Yep. There was a bad shot. Get out of that. Get back in the game. Like, let's, let's go, let's do this. And it's just, it's I, life lessons. So many life lessons to me have come from archery too, but I, gosh, I just highly, I highly recommend it. It's not saying that I don't get out there and shoot a shotgun, you know, once in a while, I definitely do that, but there's just, there's something about my bow. I can do that all day long. Yeah, I'm sure it's great. We will now be taking a short break to hear from our mid-segment sponsors. Weeby Knives, a brand of skinning, fleshing, and butchering knives perfect for the hunters, trappers, and fishermen with a unique high-quality knife for animals of all shapes and sizes. You can find them and more information at weebyknives.com or on Facebook, Instagram. Stonehouse Digital Consulting, elevate your small business with Stonehouse's expert marketing solutions. Ignite your online presence and thrive with a tailored strategy to drive your growth. You can find them and more information at stonehousedigitalconsulting.com or on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Livingston County Pheasants Forever, Chapter 465, with a mission to conserve pheasants, quail, and other wildlife through habitat improvements, public access, education, and conservation. You can contribute by joining the meetings on the first Thursday of every month at 7 p.m. at the Howell American Legion Hall on the corner of M59 and Grand River. For more information and to get involved, you can find them at pf465.com or on Facebook, Instagram. Dreamcatcher Charters, a Michigan-based guide service for walleye, sturgeon, and duck hunting. With a passion that drives their success, sharing the phenomenal Michigan waterways with everyone. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram. Feather Moon Outdoors, offering calls made from select materials. Every pot is fine-tuned in the house using the highest quality materials available. Also offering diaphragm, slate, glass, grunt calls, and more. For more information, you can find them at feathermooneoutdoors.com or on Facebook, Instagram. Do you enjoy the great outdoors and hope to share that excitement with your kids? Now you can through Dr. Josh Farr's great collection of books. Share your love of nature while also teaching valuable life lessons on friendship and learning the alphabet with books like the ABCs of Hunting. Plus, the ABCs of Hunting workbook is the perfect learning tool to captivate young readers and create a foundation for your future hunter. Find out more about these and other books from Dr. Josh Farr at drjoshfar.com. That's D-R-J-O-S-H-F-A-R-R.com. Stay tuned. More podcasts to come. So what other styles of hunting do you do? You said you do shotgun, you rifle. What some of the games that you pursue and the styles that you hunt in? So I do um, obviously spot work. I'm in California area. So lots of spot, spotting and stalking. Um, I'm going to give a tree saddle a try this year for um, my deer, my deer season, which I've never used a tree stand. People are probably going to hear this and go, what? But never used a tree stand. Never been on a ground blind. I am a spotter and starker like through and through. And a girlfriend of mine brought up a tree saddle and sent it to me. And I was like, holy crap, I'm going on a bear hunt this year. And this will totally like be perfect for that. And I've got the saddle. We're going to take it out and learn how to use the saddle properly. So we're not doing that day one of hunting season and getting out there. Upland is still a big love of mine. That is just, that's how, that was my, that was my gateway <laughs> into hunting in general was birds. 
quail dove. Dove season, fur season is, is opening up here soon, which is it's hotter than heck where we go. I might skip opening day for first season. I might just do second season in the fall when it's a little bit um, cooler. And I'm already planning. I already have two trips on the book for a deer. My tags just landed. So I know what I'm doing, where I'm going. Planned an access hunt for next year with a friend of mine. Like things are already getting booked and I already know what I'm doing. That will be my first ground blind hunt, by the way, on the, at the access hunt. So for the app. Yeah, that I like. Are you going to Texas for it? I am going to Texas for it. It'll be my first Texas hunt too. So I'm really excited about that. Because uh, I normally, or California, Nevada, Arizona, I'm doing a bear hunt um, in Montana this, this year too. So that'll be another first too, would be the Montana hunt. So that's, yeah, really, really exciting. And then I uh, plan on doing a deer, deer trip also um, in Missouri with my girls that I hunt with out there. Uh, and we have oh, done also water, waterfowl. I got hooked on a couple years ago. I blame uh, Shrend Burt for that. No one knows who that is. She is the <laughs> she is one of the founders of Wilderness, and her and the girls took me out on a duck hunt. And that yeah, I've been hook, line, and sinker since that day. I was like, this this is amazing. I could do this all day long. I couldn't believe that I never went on a duck hunt until then. And they were like, never been on a duck hunt. I'm like, no, ma'am, nope. So. Coffin blinds, dogs, and ducks. It sounds like a perfect day to me. <laughs> I can't Absolutely. wait for December to roll around. So yeah, we're already getting booked out, booked out this year for things. So that's going to be exciting. I love that. And you have a really great list coming up. And I will tell you the, the saddle tree stands. If you haven't had the pain of like the climbers and just sitting, you are, you aren't missing anything. You are going to love the saddle. You will love it and you won't go back. Uh, well, I, I won't say go back, but you won't ever revert to anything other than that. You will absolutely love it. As far as the up and coming trips with the bear and the axis yeah. and your waterfowl, I do agree with you. I think that waterfowl is something that once women try it, they really, really immerse. I think it's the camaraderie and the community that they absorb from within it that oh, hooks them. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of fun. One hunt I've done that you can talk. Like you could actually like crawl in your blind and make how's it going and like have a conversation, pass snacks around, like have, and then just be like, Oh, Oh, here I come and do what you need to do. And it's, it was, it was a blast. I'm not saying I don't have, I'm probably gonna have friends that listen to this. Be like, you don't have fun. You out with me. I do I have a great time with everyone. 90% of the people that I hunt with out here in California, I've known since I was a kid. So I've been hunting with them a really long time. Um, but my girls in Missouri, man, we're tight. And to just do an all girls trip. And it was my first duck hunt and coming out of that with so much knowledge and knowing everything that I knew how to do. So I should probably set this up for you that it wasn't like one of those, Hey, come out. Well, you know, we'll shoot some birds and camp around the fire and have a great day. It was actually one of um, wilderness's um, weekend trips that they did where it was educational. So we had one day where we were with the game warden learning about all different kinds of duck species, which can shoot, which can't shoot. Um, that same day we went out on the range, like we shot our shotguns off. We practiced in the blinds, out of the blinds, in the A-frames, out of the A-frames, work with dogs. Like it was a great time. And then the next day was a full guided duck hunt. And you got to put all of that in into perspective and to work, like everything you learned. We, you know, to not know how to, somebody will probably listen to me and be like, you didn't know how to like set up your decoys. Like how dumb can you be? But I learned all that there. And I was very confident when I got out on the water. I was confident 
and I got in my blind. Like I learned everything two days prior to the hunt and came back home with all of that, where I was like, I could go out by myself and successfully set up and know exactly what to do. And I got that gift from them. And yeah, a majority of them are my girlfriends and we're all close, but they passed that on to me. And I was so thankful because we're always giving back. And I love to see like my mentees succeed and all of that, but to be a mentee to them for that weekend, was like, it was amazing. It's just, I got to, I know how smart and intelligent all of them are and they're fantastic and wonderful, but to have that knowledge passed on to me through them was just great. So anytime we can get out and get in a blind together, I'm, I'm down for that. So, and now I get to pass it on to someone since I know now what to do. It's great. And, and you actually brought up a good point there. Like when you're hunting in those groups of women, it's great because there's no stupid questions, right? Like we've had, we've had questions that people are like, I know this is going to sound dumb, but do I have to wear orange? And to, to a seasoned waterfowl hunter, you know, they might chuckle at that. But if you really think about it, they have a great point. You have to yeah. wear orange in the same exact season when you're deer hunting. And sometimes if you're field hunting, you're in that same exact field as a deer hunter and you're not wearing orange. It's yeah. a really great point. It's not stupid. It's not something, you know, and us with, with women of the wild, that's how we do our hunts is it starts off as education, then it branches into the hunt. And our goal is to get, build that confidence in you that you learned something while that you were there. You had a great time that you can take away from it and have that experience that you had with wilderness to be able to to keep growing that and keep growing that passion and keep wanting to go do it and share it with other people and get more into our outdoors. Because at the end of the day, our outdoors is, it relies on more outdoorsmen. So having more of us out there with the passion and the love and, and having the knowledge, that's the big part of it is the knowledge behind it all is what's going to keep our outdoors world still thriving. We have to have that branching into a new sport. And then you're going to be like, yes, I had so much fun. I want to take, <laughs> I want to take this person next time. Yeah. It might be their time. And it just keeps growing. That's what this should all be about. Yeah, that's, that's definitely, I agree with you on that. That's what it should be about for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm going to switch topics a little bit here. And I would like our listeners to know, I know that I released that in the beginning of the podcast that you are the owner of Dicelli Outdoors. And for people that don't know what that is, it's a beautiful women's camo line that it's not frilly. There's not the the colors. And this is real women's camo for the real hunting girl that doesn't want the pinks and the blues and the purples all over their gear. And I think that that's something that we have strived for a long time. And many people probably have never heard of Dietaly Outdoors. So I'm going to turn it over to you and have you tell us about Dietaly because I'm really excited for you to share this. Yeah. So we are a women owned, operated and funded um, women's outdoor apparel line. Um, we started with hunting because that's what we know best. Uh, so we go from sizes extra, extra small to 3X in a regular and a curvy fit. We're the first company in this industry to actually offer a curvy fit that fits mid-sized women, gives you an extra two rooms, th- two inches through um, the hips and bum area. So if you're more curvy like myself, um, you have that great option. Right now, if you go onto our website, actually when this will be airing, um, we will have more color options. So when you log onto the website... <laughs> 
You will see the pants in a strata camo. You'll also see them in a juniper green, which is like an OD green for those that want like a specific color green. What is that? We'll also have them black, navy blue, and coyote this year. So um, I know August is the time, ladies. You can pre-order those right now and they'll be in our warehouse in September and we'll ship them out just like we did. We have some in stock too, mainly the the camo and, and the green. Our tops are launching And by the time you listen to this, we'll have launched (laughs) and you can pre-order those right now, but they're actually going to be here um, when uh, this podcast comes out, they'll be in the warehouse ready to go. So we'll have a short sleeve and long sleeve performance, incredible stretch. Those go from an extra small to an XXL um, and they come in various color waves as well. So the strata camo, the green, black. And um, Kanadi, which is that woods look, um, we're testing that out right now. So that's actually something that you can get. And a jacket will be available by October. So we're really excited about that. And you can wear these in all your outdoor adventures. So that's why the solid colors were introduced because a lot of ladies were wearing them hiking, taking their kids camping, going fishing with them. Uh, So we definitely wanted to make sure that we accommodated for all of your outdoor adventures as well. And a lot of our ladies also work in some sort of um, field type of operations, such as like a wildlife biologist or your game warden, you're allowed to buy your own uh, gear for your bottoms. Um, so that's another reason why those color waves were introduced as well to accommodate her in all her aspects of life, not just in hunting where she can wear these and take them wherever she wants to go. That's I awesome. absolutely love that. And I will tell you, like, I am a sucker fight for coyote brown, right? Like I wear it. <laughs> All the time. And I live my life for the outdoors. So I am so excited that you guys are branching to more colors because you're right. Like, you know, our DNR officers, our police officers, um, our firefighters, our biologists and everything. Like we have women out there who do this as a profession and to be able to outfit them even in their daily life and not just in the field or when you're out fishing hiking you know that's that's a big aspect that I think a lot of these camo companies miss is that they just it's about what's happening in the field but when they say the field is hunting you are branching to everyone in a daily life and that's fantastic yeah it was it's most definitely um very thought out lots of feedback over this last year women that have purchased our pants and have talked to us about their lives so all of that came from Dita we don't do it unless there is a purpose and a reason for it I wouldn't bring it to you or to all of you really unless it was meant for that really getting that feedback from a lot of gals that are like "Ah, I'm wearing these hunting but I'm also a wildlife biologist and I'm in the field for 10 days and sometimes I'm in the crappiest weather and I'm cold and I've been taking these with me and I'm dry and warm and I can get my job done we've had gals in North Dakota South Dakota other areas of life that are ranchers that have reached out to us that are like I'm wearing my camo like working the cows and the horses and milking my working with my cows and milking my cows and sending us shots of them all all done up and on their course and they're working their asses off and our stuff is performing for them for their job too that just says a lot for us and being able to carry it a product that it that they can use not just for one season but throughout their whole entire cycle you know cycle of life and being able to go from one place to a, to another with them and then maybe jump in the truck and go pick up their kids that was really important to us because we are super the everyday woman yes we all have aspirations to get out to alaska i'm one of those as well <laughs> this year probably not i'm a single mom that runs a business i also have a full-time job sometimes those things get put on the back burner and as much as i'd love to be up there in the blue sky like i'm probably going to be out in my normal age 
31 spot that I normally am every single season or in D17 trying to get that deer. And luckily I've had a few friends reach out that said, this is far enough along in advance. Can we schedule you out for this? And I'm like, yep. So I'm going to Montana this year and I don't get to do those things often. So they're on the books. The kiddo will be taken care of. They're far enough in advance. And a lot of our ladies are like that. Their moms trying to raise their families to care of their husbands. And we respect that and see that. So we want to make sure that we bring them you know, quality gear that's going to take them throughout everything that they do each day. Yes, yes. I'm very relatable to that uh, single mother myself that lives for the outdoors, right? And yeah. every time we do these events, we run into more women. And I feel like that is a lot of our society in our community, our outdoor swimming community, are single moms or mm-hmm. full-time you know, these girls are working full-time jobs and they work hard for their money. So to provide good quality gear yes. that is going to fund them, not only for a hunting experience, but throughout, like you said, going to pick kids up from the school or like, hey, I got to run to the grocery store. You yeah. can, you don't have to wear camo to do it all. So that's really great yeah. to have that. I'm really excited for that launch. And when this launches for everybody, Reling has offered up a discount code. So do you want to talk about that for our listeners to this podcast? Yeah, absolutely. So um, if you spend $100 or more on our website, which is Detali, that's D-I-T-A-L-E, outdoors.com, if you enter WILD20 into the discount code section, you'll get $20 off of your order. We really appreciate you doing that. And oh, absolutely. For, the, for the ladies who haven't heard about it, maybe that'll be your incentive to try it. I know I have a pair of the pants. I think that's all that I have of the gear currently, but it's great quality. And one thing that you can really tell by the gear is you listen to women. Like your gear, I know you said this earlier, but when you guys design your gear, it is based off of what real women are saying, what they're wanting. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not just, it's not just the color thing. It's, you know, pockets are here, or this is how the waist is, or this is how a cuff is. Like, it is down to those details of what works for women. And I, I really have to say that that's really inspiring, that you're, you're out there trying to better it for these women based on the women and not just market. Right. When I started, it was really like, if I'm having this problem, my community is having this problem. And that's straight where I went was my, my community is having this problem. This is unacceptable. Like we need to be served better. And that's really how I saw it. It wasn't about myself yet. Kind of stemmed from that. Why in the hell can I find anything that fits? And it went straight to other people because I'm a natural giver. That's really what I am. And it was like, how can we do better? How can some, you know, how can we do better in this community? And then the whole, if no one else doesn't want to do it, why don't you want to do it kind of topic came up. And that's really how we launched, but in the right way of making sure that anything we made was something that was asked for. It wasn't something that I thought was wonderful or Audrey thought we needed in, you know, in our outdoor community for hiking, backpacking or, or for summer, it, it was really like, what does our outdoor community need? Like, let's just ask. And so we're the company that listens. So there's lots of features and functions in our pants. You know, they were voted um, the product of choice at SHOT Show this year, which was such a high honor to have. Um, Ingestible inseams, which is huge. Like we can accommodate different heights of women. 
super stretchy, durable fabric that's super comfortable. Lots of pockets, like you said, lots of features and functions in those. An adjustable stretch waistband that sits a little high so your junk doesn't hang out of your trunk because we don't need that. Ooh. But just, you know, all the things. And everyone's like, you thought of everything. We're like, we didn't really think of everything. We just listened very closely. And that's how everything, um, you know, should be developed. And that's how we choose to develop it. So with that, we do develop things a little bit slower than the norm of the industry because we do take a lot of, you know, a lot of feedback, a lot of account into what we're doing to make sure that it's done right going out the first time. That way, when you get V2 of like the Sophia that's launching in August, you're getting uh, basically a better product than you did the first time around. And if the first time around, it was already wonderful, then you know the second time around, it's going to hit it even more out of the park. So. Yeah. And I think that the satisfaction of the the clients, right, it's going to keep excelling when it's the feedback from them. They're going to be like, oh, wow, I wore these the first time they launched and I love them, but I provided this feedback. And now I bought the second launch and they changed this. Like that is something that is going to keep growing for you guys because the satisfaction is coming from real women. It's not, well, this didn't you know, fit this build. So we're changing it. It's we listen to not just one person, but like everyone and you, you well round that response back and provide it in your gear. And that's fantastic. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And now to the final segment to this week's episode of women of the wild podcast, we will conclude this segment by thanking our closing sponsors. Stay tuned for more of this week's episode after this short word from our sponsors. Muzzy Pheasant Farms, a mid-Michigan family-owned and operated pheasant game preserve that is open year-round. Muzzy offers educational courses and hunts. They are family-oriented, creating a great opportunity for new and seasoned upland hunters. With no membership required, come hunt with Muzzy Pheasant Farms. You can find more information at muzzypheasantfarms.com or check them out on Facebook and Instagram. Blast and Cast Guide Service is a veteran-owned and operated Michigan-based guide service for the Great Lakes. With decades of experience of fishing and waterfowl, they ensure a safe and enjoyable trip every time. You can check them out at blastingcastguideservice.com or on Facebook and Instagram. Ultimate Veteran Adventures. UVA offers outdoor therapy, recreation, and camaraderie through hunting and fishing adventures around the country for veterans, active duty military, Gold Star families, and first responders. You can find them at ultimateveteranadventures.com or on Facebook and Instagram. Sawmill Creek Bait and Lures, a husband and wife owned and operated company, the home of the C4, one of the best trapping canine lures on the market. You can find them at sawmillcreekbaitandlures.com or on Facebook and Instagram. Wicked 7 Outdoors, a Southwest Texas outfitter guide service with an exceptional care and quality of backcountry mountain hunts for free range audad. Also offering high fence and low fence exotics, come immerse yourself in the outdoor experience. You can find Wicked 7 Outdoors on Facebook and Instagram. Misguided Outdoors is a female-driven Michigan-based guide service offering turkey and waterfowl hunts. Misguided is focused on educating women and youth, providing a hands-on hunt experience for all ages. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram. We thank you for tuning in and we hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. I'm, I'm really excited for, I, I think that you guys are still, and maybe it's just because I'm on the East Coast. I think that you're still one of those companies that people don't know exist yet. And I think that you We're guys are going. Diamond in the rough. <laughs> yeah, for you sure. are. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. 
but having the exposure to like at shot show being voted top you know that's those are the things that people are going to be like oh i've never heard of this company maybe i need to check them out so if you haven't you definitely should for our listeners listening that code is wild 20 and it gets you $20 off your order of $100. So it's a great way to try something new. If it's if it's something where you're trying these camo brands and another big thing for us women, like we, it's hard for us. Like we can't just walk into a store and try things on. So having things that are adjustable is huge. It also keeps that cost lower to not have it put in those big commercial stores. Yeah, we, we also, um there is also... Ladies, if you want to get on to um, our website, we actually we actually have a, an expo show schedule. So we do a tour every every year. This weekend we'll be in um, Alabama in a couple weeks. Let's see, we'll be in Nashville, um, and then we'll be in Dallas Fort Worth. So um, just log on to our website. You can actually see like where we're going to be. We have more shows obviously this year and it well into next year as well, already booked and ready to go, but that'll give you a chance to come into the booth. We have dressing rooms. You can grab a size, you can go try them on, you can chat with us. Um, there's always a founder at the show, whether it's myself or Audrey or Summer or all three of us. Sometimes you get lucky and all three of us are there, <laughs> but we always have the, at least one of us there um, at the shows with the sales team. And it, it's just, it's a wonderful way to get in touch with our community. Um, the reason why there's always one of us at a show is because sometimes we're each at a show and not with each other. So we divide and conquer a lot. And we, you know, bring that feedback to the table too, of what did we experience at the show? What did we hear at the show? But it gives, it does give you that warm welcoming. We have a beautiful, beautiful booth that is like walking into a very warm hug. I mean, I don't know any other brand that has a, a nice dressing room that you can go in and try things on and get service like you deserve to be serviced. You can't walk into a big box store, that's for sure, and get the customer recognition that you definitely deserve when you're spending the bucks to buy your gear. You know, we're always up for feedback. We're, we're always we're always listening. We're all, we're I'm constantly getting DM personally too as well. But we're we've been actually the ones that have found out that we are the company that actually listens. It's probably why we get so many DMs a day on you know what's going on. But come and check us out. Come visit the team. Like get online and see. Like I said, we're constantly adding shows. We have a full a full show run booked this year. We're going to states that we haven't been to yet either. So that's always exciting. That's really exciting. I'm excited to see you guys branching out the way that you are. And for the women that haven't tried it, it's a great product line to try and know that your concerns and comments aren't falling on deaf ears. Like these women really, really take into consideration everything that comes to them and they put it into play and provide it back to you. And like you said, it's, it's not a quick response. It's not, it's not something that like, oh, next month it's going to change. Right. But they do work on this. And I think that that's fantastic that that's the way that your product grows is based on consumer. Definitely based on consumer uh, to give kind of a, a perspective on product. It takes us a year to make one thing. So if we're running four things at once, it's taken us a year to make those four things. So we have, you know, two tops coming out in a jacket. We worked on those for a year and now they're going to be released this year. That's the same thing with the changes for um, the V2 Sophia pant all of that feedback that we got from people on like V1 is great. These are the things I would like were added or taken away from, mm -hmm. you know, the original version. And um, I think it's, 
I mean, I know I'm biased because, you know, they are ours. I thought we built such a superior pant, but to have the second one and see what we've done with it, it I can't wait to get in the field with it. I can tell you that as a fact. I'll say vent system. And I know that there'll probably be some ladies I know who we are that listen to you that are like, hell yeah, a vent system. There's a vent system in there now. I'm going to see other surprises. I'll just drop that nugget. <laughs> and you got the color wave too. So you got two nuggets out of me, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the v2 pant but um yeah they're just in, they're incredible and again they get the recognition from shot show that's you know that's industry right there just coming back at us saying you know how how great um our products are to to us that, that you know that's a huge win and you know we're hoping that more people find us and try us i do too and i cannot wait to see more women wearing your gear because it that women own listening to women designed specifically for women Mm-hmm. I, it's a really important thing. There's very few companies that do it. And I think that some of these bigger companies, they try very hard to accommodate women. But a lot of times I feel like the ball is dropped. But what you guys are doing is your focus. So you're not getting pulled away from the focus of this women's line because you're creating, you know, this men's line and this and this and hats and normal gear. And like, it's, not to say that you don't have hats and t-shirts and stuff like that, but you're not putting the focus so much on those products that it's the focus is in your gear. It really, really shows. And that to yeah. me is, is unique. Recently we were asked like, when are you going to get, you know, some logo shirts that we can wear and maybe like a logo hat outside of like the hunt, like the, the true timber uh, strata hat that we have that matches like the rest of our camo. We've heard that for a while, but as you said, we were super focused on building superior gear. So I was like, we'll get to that when we get to that, because, you know, that's a little bit easier to create than creating what we've been making and creating. Uh, This year, we will have some, you know, lifestyle pieces at the shows. Um, Those will probably trickle down to the the website um, at some point. But our main, you know, our main focus is just ensuring that she's, again, just covered throughout her life from the field to you know the kids and work and that's that's what we're playing I absolutely love that so I know that we're getting towards the end of our uh conversation here and we have you know busy mom life to get back to <laughs> but I I want to ask you a couple of questions so first of all what is something that is like a bucket list for you oh my gosh bucket list well, it's definitely not going to come true this year. Bucket list is um, a trip out to Bridgeport, California. You have to pull a tag for that. That is a, a draw of draws. Uh, I thought I was going to get it this year and I didn't. But the bucket, but this year, I'm going to tell you the, the bucket list accomplishment, definitely getting something on the books for a bear hunt in, in Montana. Like I've always wanted to hunt in Montana. I didn't care if it was what it was. So to get invited to that, from a close friend of mine was ex- so extremely exciting. So I, I'm excited. Uh, hopefully I'm successful. Thank you. Okay. So Raylene, can you tell me what, for our listeners that don't know what is that in Bridgeport, California that you would be hunting for? Uh, it actually will be deer and it's, it is okay. a draw area. It used to not be, it used to not be a draw area. You used to be able to just go during an AO season, have a good old time. Uh, you used to be able just to buy a tag over the counter, like for that area. And it became a draw. It's actually the hunt of hunts for me in California um, because it's the hunt of hunts I didn't get to do with my dad. So it's like oh. the sweet spot for me. So it's like now I'm putting in, uh, I was hoping to get it last year. I didn't, um, obviously didn't get it this year. I'm hoping that next year I have enough preferred points to just 
cash those in and be like, all right, if you have no choice, but to like, give me this and I will be getting a guide. I will say that I will have a successful hunt out there. So <laughs> I will make sure that I get a guide when I do that. I'll drop some, I'll drop some cash on that for sure. It's really hard. I know the odds to pull that tag are, are pretty not in my favor, just like it is for an elk or sheep out here or pronghorn. Like that's going to take me a little bit too. But yeah, when that, when that happens, you'll definitely probably be one of the first people to know that I would probably text you and be like, the Bridgeport tag has arrived. <laughs> um, I, I am so excited. Like, yeah, I think that your Montana bear hunt this year, like keep me in That's the loop. For this year. That totally is a Montana hunt in general, just Montana hunt was on the bucket yeah. list. So I'm like, I get to go with um, a good friend of mine. I absolutely adore her. And she was like, you know what, if you don't mind putting the bow away for a little bit and bringing a rifle out, uh, you want to go hunt bear with me? And I just said, yes, I got, I didn't even think, I just was like, yes. And it's like, I guess that's what I'm doing this, this fall. And we're going to go hang out with Miranda and we're going to go get up, get some bear. So I'm really excited about that. That's going to be so much fun. And I can't wait to get out there and use a rifle for a change. It's definitely going to be different. Oh man, I really want to take my bow, but she a hundred percent was like, I highly recommend we just leave that at home <laughs> and we just yeah. pull out a rifle. Uh, so I'll probably go through the safe and I'll probably pull out my, I know a few of these uh, that are, a few of these that are in here are my dad. So I'll, I'll probably take one of his with me for sure. That, oh, uh, I love that. Has, thank you. That hasn't seen a hunt in a while and I'll, I'll probably strap that on and we'll, we'll, I'll probably use one of his most definitely. I love that. And it, it just keeps bringing that the history behind you and your connection with your father mm-hmm. back. And you keep getting to relive that with him. It's a very sentimental thing. And I, as someone yeah. close to my dad, I, I really can appreciate that mentality and mindset of like taking him with you and, and doing those things. So. Yeah, I definitely go in the garage now before I leave on any trip and see what I can take with me. Or if I have like, a, oh, dang, I need to buy that. And I'm like, wait a minute. And I go out into the garage and I'm like, nope, nope, he has it. Yep, he got like five of them. And I'll just, <laughs> I'll just take you know, I'll, I'll take some of, um, some of his stuff with me. I did have his, his Bowtech, his Bowtechs, they, they adjust and break down pretty easily. That is at the pro shop right now getting adjusted to me. So that I kept that bow. So I'll be hunting with that one too. So I'll be taking my Bowtech and his Bowtech out and yeah, always take dad with me. Always have dad with me. <laughs> oh, that's so much. So the other thing that I want to touch base on is for anyone that is curious of how to get in contact with you or how to get in contact with Daytaily or where to find your website. Um, again, we have that promo code of wild20 to get $20 off your order, $100 or more. But can you tell us where they can go to find your website or Instagram, Facebook, all of the, you know, the goody socials for people to find you guys? Yeah. So for uh, Detali, um, it'll be at D. So D's in Delta, D-I-T-A-L-E Outdoors. You could do uh, detailyoutdoors.com. Uh, we're on all social is at detailyoutdoors. If you get into our Facebook group, we um, actually have a women's Facebook group there inside of our Facebook. Um, and that is Women Who Hunt. You'll see our Detali D logo on it. There are over, I think, 3,500 women in there right now, all eager to meet you. I promise. Um, if you are new to the outdoors, we'll answer any questions, hunting questions, fishing questions, you name it, Amita, they are down. 
They are the most amazing community. Um, if you're interested in being an ambassador, you can contact us at team at the teleoutdoors.com. Um, if you want to get in touch with me personally, you can reach me through my Instagram, which is at Artemis Takes Aim. And um, I'm always happy to answer any questions, um, feedback on anything. I'm, I'm pretty much an open book 90% of the time. <laughs> so yeah, if I'm you gonna... are local to California and you want archery lessons, or if I am too far from you, I'm pretty sure I know someone in your area that can help you out too. So, yeah. Yeah. And for the people that don't know Raylene yet, she is fantastic <laughs> to follow. She is so receptive of conversation. So I want you guys to know, like, this is a woman who truly believes in women in the outdoors and what you're, what you're wanting to do. Um, so not, not only with the camel line and your archery teaching, but you are a very receptive person of exactly like you said. Yes. If somebody is messaging you wanting to learn something, you are going to be that person to go to. So I love, love, love that you are on here to share your story with our listeners and they can have that another point of contact. Cause like you said, like getting people reaching out to us for this, this or this, we're over on the East coast, but we are just a very small piece of that demographic, even though we travel nationally and internationally, mm -hmm. having those connections with women like yourself are so important because when I get a girl over there, I'm not there. And I can be like, no, but this, it, this woman is, and I know that you're going to treat her with the utmost respect and you're going to have that care and that knowledge. And that is so important for our sisterhood that I'm just, I'm very thankful to have you in my circle. Um, thank you. I'm I'm very thankful having you in my circle as well. But yeah, that's what it's about. It's, it's about our community. So absolutely. I'm that, I'm that friendly face that if you, if you're like, I have questions or want to get into this or I don't know, general questions about the outdoors or anything really related to that. Like I'm more of it. I am more than happy to help. I'm always extending my hand out and that's just, that was how I was raised. So I keep it going because that's the beauty of our community is you just keep it going. Yes, absolutely. So I, I love speaking with you every time we are really excited to see your camel line keep growing for our listeners. We do have a couple of things running. We have our calendar, uh, annual calendar that's running right now. Um, when this launches, it will be closed. So that calendar will be launching for pre-sale um, in October. We also have our annual cookbook that we are accepting recipes for of women by women for women to share recipes throughout um, and try new things and maybe try a game that you've never had before. And all of those fun experiences, or maybe you garden and you want to make a pie and don't know where to start. Another great way. We have a lot of trips coming up of connecting women in the outdoors. Stay active on our page because we also share other women's groups who are doing the same thing of education and providing those opportunities for women to connect. So thank you for listening. And thank you, Raylene, for speaking with us and sharing your journey and your line. I can't wait to see what else comes. And I cannot wait to see the launch of that new gear of what you guys have switched up on us. Yeah, so keep keep an eye on social. That'll be the first place y'all know. And if you can sign up for our newsletter, too, on our website. And we'll, we'll definitely blast that out as soon as it's live and ready to go. And we will be more than happy to share that out. So thank you so much. And I look forward to speaking with you again. Me, too. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Women of the Wild podcast. Please be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and all social media platforms. You can check out our website for up-and-coming events, courses, merchandise, calendars, and cookbooks. 
on womenofthewild.net. And as always, leave the road and take the trail. Find your wild.